0: friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional Podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Today, I want to talk about your identity as an overwhelmed person. Because right now, you would likely say that you identify as someone who is primarily overwhelmed, who feels more worried and frazzled than calm and centered, (laughs) but that's not who you want to be. You want to be at ease and calm and grounded and certain. You want to feel mostly peaceful, (laughs) but you currently feel mostly overwhelmed. And of course, if you've been listening, I've talked plenty about what to do about that, how to not feel overwhelmed, why you feel overwhelmed, what the feeling of overwhelm is created by, how it's created, where it comes from, all of that. I've talked about that in plenty of episodes, but today I want to talk about who you are and who you want to be. Now, we can say, it's easy to say, who we want to be. We want to be calm and grounded and peaceful and have this ease about us and this worry-free type lifestyle. And it's fun to think about that. And it's something we imagine. We think how nice it would be, how lovely life would be if everything was in its place and things were organized and your life was effortless and simple and you didn't feel so in over your head however the way you currently live is the opposite you live in the state of overwhelm the frazzled the worried the stressed so how do you go from where you are now to where you want to be that is what i want to talk about today and a couple points i want to make with this. There are a few things to keep in mind. It's easy to want to jump from one to the other. And when you're in that state of feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed, your question might be, what do I do about it? How do I fix it? And I want to fix it now. Yesterday, actually. (laughs) So what we often want to do is immediately jump to the new place Place of peace and confidence and groundedness. And we think, I need to program my brain with whatever that person thinks, and then I'll be good to go. Except (laughs) you won't because you don't fully believe it yet. You identify as someone who is primarily overwhelmed. That's who you are. Even if it's not who you want to be it's who you are right now. And the important thing to know about this is that it's not a problem that it's who you are right now. It's not a problem. Not at all. We're not shaming ourselves. We're not judging ourselves. We're not here to beat the heck out of that version of you and shame you into becoming who you want to be. That's not the point. The point here is to recognize that that's how you've been identifying Before we try to shift into who you want to be, and we're going to talk about who you want to be and how to get there. But I first want to let you acknowledge yourself where you are and let that be okay. Allow yourself to be perfectly okay as an overwhelmed person, it's fine. It really is fine. You being that version of you is totally okay. It's the same as we could compare this to analogies such as someone who's single who wants to be married. We don't say to someone who's single, that's a problem. You're not good enough as a single person. You'd be better if you were married. You would be better if you were in a relationship. (laughs) You'd be better if you had a a husband or a wife and a family and then that'd be better. No, we would never say that. (laughs) Oh my gosh, never. That person as a single person is completely whole and perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that version of them. But they identify as someone who's single. They don't identify as someone who is married. Someone who is married thinks differently than someone who is single. Someone who is single might think, I'm available. I have time. I don't have to worry about anyone else. I can do whatever I want. (laughs) You can also think all these things when you're married, but when you're married, you're also taking into account, there's this other person and we have a life together and You consider them sometimes (laughs) and you think about them and they're in your mind and you're thinking as someone who lives in a household with someone else and who shares a life with someone else. You're not thinking as someone who is single and has no one else to worry about. (laughs) Nothing but free time. You don't have to think about anyone else. You don't cook meals for two. It's all you. So you literally identify as two different people. And that is where I'm going with this today. You identify as someone who is overwhelmed. You don't identify as someone who is simple, minimal, everything's in its place, life is easy. (laughs) You know exactly what you're going to do today. You don't ever think, oh my gosh, I have so much to do and I'm stressed all the time. You don't identify as that person yet. But you want to imagine. Imagine what that person thinks and how they go about their life and how they go about their day. And it might be hard to imagine it. Just like if you're single and you're doing life on your own, it might be a little bit hard to imagine, what if I did have someone else to think about? It's like me, who is someone who doesn't have kids, it's sometimes difficult for me to imagine my life with kids. Now, could I do it? Would I figure it out? Sure. But it's not really something I can fully grasp right now. I can imagine my life with dogs (laughs) and what it's like for them to wake me up every morning and how many times I need to go out and their feeding schedule, whatever food schedule, you know what I mean? It's difficult for me to imagine kids because I'm not a parent. I don't really imagine that. But I could put myself there. I could put myself in the mind of someone who is a parent, who thinks about getting their kids ready for the day and all of that sort of stuff that goes along with having kids. When you pack up your car to go places, you pack a lot more things when you have kids than you do when it's just you. When I pack up the dogs and we go visit family or we go on an adventure. I think about lots of extra things that I don't think about when it's just me. So you do think differently. And that is what I want you to think about today. Get into the mind of someone who is where you want to be. Who feels the way you want to feel. And just for a moment, imagine it. What do you think that person would think? What do you think that person would do Oh, do you hear those little ticking sounds? That's my dog. (laughs) What do you think that version of you would do throughout your day? When you're going about your day and you're feeling scattered and unorganized and you can't find your keys and you don't know where you put this or where to put that or nothing has a place, would the version of you that identifies as someone who is intentional, who is mindful who was at ease and at peace, what would they be thinking? Get into their mind a little bit. Then, here's the other thing. This is going to be some tough love. I'm going to give you a little bit of tough love. You have to take full responsibility for the version of you that you're identifying as right now. You have to own all of it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Even if you don't like it, even if you want to say, but this is not my fault. I have all these kids. I have this job. I have this busy life. I have this business. I have all these things going on. This is not my fault that I am overwhelmed. I am the victim of overwhelm. Here's the truth. Here's the truth. You are not, you are not the victim of overwhelm. You are the one responsible for creating the overwhelm and for creating the life that you have right now. You are 100% responsible. And that, oof, that can be a hard pill to swallow, my friends. It can be. Because... It means that you have to own the stuff that you don't like. <laughs> like for me, I've done a lot of work around money. It's something I'm, I'm working on even more every day. I do, I do a lot of it. Mine's that work around money. And I'm really thinking of myself as someone who is debt free and all of these things. And I have to own that I've created, the debt that I've created, that I made the decisions that I made. That I, I spent times when I could have saved. I mean, I, I have to own all of that. And it's the cool thing. The cool thing about this is that when you decide to own it, you then feel powerful over it. I don't feel like a victim of my debt. I made that decision. I wanted to go to a private art school. I made that decision. Now, I was 17, 18 years old. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. But at the end of the day, I don't beat myself up. I don't think (laughs) my parents shouldn't have let me do that. (laughs) I think that is what I wanted. And I made that decision. And I'm incredibly grateful for it. And every decision after that, every time I've invested when I didn't have the money, every time I've put coaching on a credit card, or every time I have borrowed money for things or had to sell things for what I wanted, I have decided to take full responsibility for that. I am not a victim. And you are not a victim of overwhelm. You are not a victim of your life. You are responsible. You're responsible for every decision that you have made for the life that you have now. Now, I just want to give a little side note here. There are times that you have, have had circumstances in your life where you might have been a victim of something. But it does not mean that you identify as the victim at this point. At this point, there are circumstances, the past has happened and now you have thoughts that you think about it and you can decide to take full responsibility for your thoughts and how you think now and then you can move forward and create a future no matter what the past looks like. It doesn't matter. You can create a future that is greater than you have ever imagined, than a life that than you've ever lived. That's possible. So when I say here you are not the victim, what I mean there is that you are taking full responsibility for these sentences in your brain. Right now, whatever has happened in the past, it is a circumstance. It is a fact. And now you decide what to think about it. You can decide to think, I am Proud of myself, I am no longer going to identify as someone who is a victim of these things. I am now deciding that I am fully responsible for the life that I have created, for the life that I am going to create. And now here's the other part of this: there will be some cognitive dissonance. What that means is there is a a part of you that identifies as old version of you, how you think, even now, even current version of you, how you think, how you think about overwhelm and, and being stressed and frustrated and all of that. And then there is a part of you that identifies with a future version of you that you want to be. And you believe the old story and you're starting to believe the new story. But what's happening is there is some cognitive dissonance because they don't match. (laughs) Because who you want to be is different than who you've been. It is not the same level that you're at now. It is a different way of thinking. It is a different way of showing up. It's someone who is no longer frazzled and overwhelmed. It's someone who's put together. Who's on top of things. Who's organized. And that contradicts who you've been, and who you maybe currently are. And so there will be cognitive dissonance. You will be believing the old stuff and believing the new stuff. And what has to happen here is you have to spend more time and energy believing the new stuff and identifying as that version of you. Instead of entertaining that old story, the overwhelmed, frazzled, can't get it together, hot mess version of you, instead of it identifying as her, you now identify as this new, put together, on top of things, organized, thinks ahead of time, plans ahead version of you. And the, the only thing here is to spend more time letting that swirl around in your mind and thinking about that version of you then you do believing the old story. That is the process. The old story will not be just erased from your brain <laughs> and this new thought will come in and suddenly you'll never think the old way again. No, no, no. That old stuff is going to come back up. It'll come back up and it'll say, you're still a mess. You don't have it together. And you will have to take responsibility for being the boss of your brain. And you will have to say, I get it. That's what my brain's going to tell me. And I'm not going to believe it. I'm going to believe that I am someone who identifies as this person. And I am going to believe that more. I'm going to feel it. Going back to that feeling. How do I imagine that she feels? I'm going to feel that way. In order to feel that way, what do I need to think about myself? How do I think she would think? And here's something that I've personally been working on a lot when it comes to my mindset around money. I learned this lesson so clearly in my weight loss journey and experience and I seem to have forgotten it and I think, oh, it doesn't apply to everything else. It does. Here's What happened? Over the course of a couple years, I gained 20-something pounds. And I obviously wanted to lose. I shouldn't say obviously. I mean, maybe not everyone would want to lose weight, but I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to lose that weight. I thought the best way to go about it was to be really strict with myself to be hard on myself and to have this very pressure intense, do something extreme kind of mindset and way of going about it. So that is how I approached it. <laughs> and I did a couple rounds of Whole 30, which I actually love Whole 30. This is not against Whole 30. <laughs> I just thought that would be the way to go about it, to go the extreme route. So I did whole 30. I lost about five pounds on each round of Whole30 and I got to a point where I could not lose the weight. I was so frustrated. I felt like I kept hitting this wall, hitting this wall, hitting this wall. Couldn't lose the weight. And one day I decided, you know what? I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm not even going to stress about it anymore. I'm going to eat a little bit of everything. I had decided to eliminate alcohol, so I was not drinking alcohol. But other than that, I was like, I'm just going to eat a little bit of everything in moderation. I'm going to eat what feels good. I'm going to approach this more intuitively and less structured and stressed and beating the heck out of myself. (laughs) And wouldn't you know it, the weight just started falling off. (laughs) Imagine that. And I started realizing that what happened was the shift was in who I was being, not how I was pressuring myself to be. It's weird to explain. It's like this, I just became someone who decided I'm going to eat a little bit of everything and I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to stress. I didn't weigh myself. I didn't, I didn't even really think about it. I just became someone who didn't care as much, who didn't stress as much because I, I guess I intuitively knew that's who I would be then. I didn't go through this process of thinking, okay, who do I think that person would be? I just put it into practice and then I discovered it all on the back end. And now I'm like, oh, that's what I did. And now I can teach that. So the same with money. I once heard a coach say, someone was asking like, what is what do you think at $100,000? Once you've made that amount of money in your business, what do you think? She said, I don't really think about it. (laughs) And it occurred to me that's how I approached weight loss. I stopped overthinking about it. I stopped stressing about thinking and I started focusing more on feeling more of that intuitive approach of how would I feel in my everyday? Who would I be? Who would that version of me be? Not would I think about every single thing I'm putting in my mouth? Would I worry about how much I weigh and how much weight is going up and down and all of that? No, I wouldn't worry about any of that. It wasn't so much about the detailed actions and the exact things that I would think specifically. It was more so who would I be? And I'm now applying that to money. Who am I? As a business owner, who am I as someone who is debt free? And one thing I think about is I probably don't constantly update spreadsheets. (laughs) I somehow think that, you know, when I'm debt free, I'm going to constantly be going over these spreadsheets of my finances. And actually, I don't think I am. I'll probably check in, I will have a spreadsheet and I will you know, check in with it occasionally, but it won't be this every single day, every single week, constantly needing to update the numbers. That's not who I will be. Who I will be then won't constantly worry, won't constantly stress, and won't constantly think, I've got to get rid of this debt. That's not who I would be. At that point, I would be relaxed. I would be trusting. I would know that everything works out. So if that's who I would be then... Who do I need to be now? I need to be that version of me. I need to be more relaxed, more at ease, more at peace, more trusting. That is the secret. That's how you shift your identity from someone who is constantly overwhelmed, constantly frazzled, constantly worried and stressed, to someone who is at peace, at ease, knowing what to do, knowing you can handle it all, knowing you've got this, that version of you thinks and feels like that. So on the way there, you will experience some cognitive dissonance, but you want to take full responsibility every time you go back into the old version of you that's stressed and overwhelmed. Take responsibility for that. Know that you're creating that and know that you can take responsibility and you can shift it in the moment just like that. You can feel at peace, at ease immediately. That is the work that I help my clients with. I help you shift who you're becoming and the results that you want to create will follow. You will have all the things that you want. You will have more money or weight loss or less stress or more organized life and home. You'll have all of that and you will both become the person that has that and you'll have that. <laughs> it's this this process of becoming and then the results are happening. It's all happening at the same time. That's the work of coaching. We work through the mindset. We work through the blocks that are keeping you stuck. We work through taking you out of that victim mentality and into someone who takes full responsibility and then takes responsibility for the life that you've created and the life that you are creating. You're in charge of creating the life that you want and you can do it. Whatever it is, you can have it. That's the work that I help my clients with. I help them in their lives. I help them in their businesses if that interests you and you want to be part of it i do offer a free clarity call where we can jump on zoom call for an hour we can chat about what your life can look like and how together in coaching we can create that you can create that i can just guide you there (laughs) so if you're interested in that all the links are below you can book your clarity call you can jump on my email list i send more information to my email list every single week and you can find me over on Instagram. I'm at underscore Kristen Alana, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-A-L-A-N-A-H. If you're loving the podcast, I would love it and appreciate it so much if you left me a review, a rating and review, and that way more women can find it and feel less overwhelmed. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you have a great week.